Airbud with tits. He switched his major from linguistics to film at the end of the first semester of junior year. The way words were aligned in a sentence had always been important to Tim. It was when he took an introduction to film course that he learned film had a language of its own. The montage. He went to the end of the semester student film festival and made a few observations. One, the films were terrible. Two, all the actresses from the theater school in the films were beautiful. The only time he'd seen women so attractive was in magazines and on the Academy Awards red carpet. His mother always watched the fashion police when he was growing up and always turned off the show when the host arrived. That Billy Crystal thinks he's funny, she'd begin. You know who's funny? Your father is funny. I married your father because of how funny he is. And just because he's an accountant doesn't mean he doesn't deserve the chance to make jokes in grand lights. His father would always nod in compliance. He wasn't a funny man. Tim couldn't think of a single moment in his entire life that his father made him laugh. It crossed his mind that maybe his father joked around in bed. Tim liked to joke around in bed. The one time he was in bed with a woman. Maybe it was genetic. The thought made him shake with the ferocity of a soaking wet dog who just ran through the sprinkler on a hot summer day. Are you sure you want to switch majors? asked his counselor. You'll have to stay an extra two years just to catch up on credits. I'm certain that film is my destiny. May I ask why? asked the woman who hadn't fulfilled her own destiny. The truth is that filmmakers get to be around beautiful women and linguistic professors get to be around words. Have you ever held a camera or written a story or done anything with film at all? She asked with judgment in her voice. I like movies about dogs, he said, and I don't think there's enough of them. So you want to be around dogs or beautiful women? I think the world is missing movies that combine both. She gave him a blank look. It was a rather condescending look at that. He didn't seem to mind, though. Tim was conjuring up a movie scene in his head of a dog playing tennis and hitting the ball into a beautiful woman's cleavage. The woman would laugh and the dog would run over to the ball and the two would laugh together. He couldn't let the dog retrieve the ball, though. His movies would be rated PG. There would be no hint of bestiality at all. That winter break, Tim read his first book on screenwriting. He loved the ideas of acts and mentors and change. A movie started to formulate in his head as a tangent to his fantasy of the tennis-playing dog and the big-bosomed woman. On his first day of class, he stood before his professor and fellow students and told them of his dream. So, he began, you want me to explain the whole movie or just give you the logline? It's called the logline, right? Yes, the logline will be fine, said the professor. And if we have questions, you can explain more. Okay, he said. Here we go. A horny female dog sitter turns the group of dogs she watches after into an elite basketball team. Meanwhile, she begins an affair with the young man next door. And I know you just want the logline, but I plan on playing the boy next door. That's it. That's the idea. The kids in the class burst out laughing. Tim thought this was a good thing, so he joined in. The professor stood up and quieted everyone down. Lindsay in the second row raised her hand. Tim pointed her way. You want to make 
Airbud, but you want to throw in breasts. What's Airbud? asked Tim. That night, Tim pirated a 720p copy of the aforementioned film. His jaw dropped. Lindsay understood him exactly. This was the exact movie he was hoping to make. Airbud with tits. She had vision. She understood his vision. It meant they were destined to work together. She was going to be his camera operator, or producer, or editor, or even co-director, and he wouldn't take no for an answer. No, I don't want to work on your stupid film, Lindsay said before class. But you understand exactly what I want to do. Tim, I'm making fun of you. We were all making fun of you. There's got to be a way I can get you to work with me. Lindsay thought about all the world's impossibilities. Tim tried to imagine all the things she was thinking. Despite the grand nature they both faced, their minds did not align. Okay, she said. Film a dog scoring a basket and I'll make the film with you. Tim ran as fast as he could in the opposite direction of the classroom. He went on Craigslist searching for an athletic dog that may or may not already be trained to score a basket. In response, he received three dick pics, a fuck you, and one picture of a healthy-looking golden retriever. The picture came with an address, phone number, and photos of trophies the dog had won over the years. Without telling anyone what he was doing or where he was going, he hopped in his mom's car and drove to the address with a camera. He arrived three hours later, having rehearsed a three-hour Oscar acceptance speech in his head. Before he got out of the car, he turned on the camera just in case the dog did something spectacular before he was ready. When he got to the door, he knocked three times. A 300-pound woman opened the door. She eyed him over and stared into the camera lens for a little too long. Who the hell are you? She asked. I'm from Craigslist. I wrote to you about the dog. Oh, the dog. You're going to have to put that camera away, sweetie pie. Where's the dog? Don't most dogs come to the front door when someone arrives? Sweet thing, put that camera away if you want to see the dog. Tim turned the camera off and brought it to his car. His gut told him to get in and go home, but if this was his only chance at working with Lindsay, he had to take it. So he quickly checked to make sure his camera phone worked. At the very least, he could pretend he was sending a text and sneak a video. You come in or what, sugar? Asked the woman. The inside of the woman's house smelled like Gouda cheese. She had wishbones hanging from the ceiling and the only source of light was by candle. So, can I see Juniper? Juniper's in there, she said, pointing to the only dark room in the house. He walked over to the doorway and noticed there was a stool with a candle and a set of matches right to his left. Go on, said the woman. Having never lit a match before, it took him a minute to light up the wick. A flame burned brighter than it should have. Tim held it forward. She's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, he whispered. Go in, sonny boy. Take a better look, said the woman. The next day, Tim did not show up to class. He didn't show up to class ever again. His parents didn't even bother to look for him. They were too busy judging dresses at award shows. Lindsay decided to try and find him. She turned her search into a festival-worthy documentary called The Perfect Sentence. It would lead to her having a longer career in film than any of her classmates could have dreamt of. No one understood why she brought back the Airbud franchise with all of her success. 
More than that, no one understood why it was filled with naked women and given an R rating. But I don't think Tim would have cared about any of this because he saw pure beauty, whatever that may be. Alright, commentary on Airbud with Tits. Airbud with Tits is my ode to the ridiculousness and stupidity of film school. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say too much on that because I don't wanna I don't wanna get in trouble. And I don't want to discourage anyone from going to film school. But there's a lot of nonsense and a lot of nonsense people and a lot of nonsense ideas. And maybe some of my ideas were nonsense too. And maybe I was a nonsense person too, but I was not alone. It is a ridiculous culture of arrogance and ignorance. I mean, this whole thing's just a joke to me. This story, this story's a joke. In a good way, in a positive way. I mean, I take it seriously, but the the concept is a joke. And uh, I like that at the end, I never tell you what happens to Tim or what he saw. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll leave that up to you. What's the beautiful thing he sees? Why he never returns to society? Was he kidnapped? Did he see a human? Did he see a dog? Did he see anything in between? I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. Email me. Tell me what you thought. Uh, the next story is called Taxidermy. Ooh, I like this one. Uh, this one has a nice surprise, weird, special ending. I think they all have weird, weird surprise, special endings, but this one especially has a unique one. But anyway, everybody in tits, like I said, just about film school and the nonsense that film school is. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you're enjoying all the stories, as I said. And taxidermy, taxidermy is up next. I'm so good at enunciating for someone who's doing a uh, fucking audiobook, podcast thing, storycast, bookcast. I don't know. All right. Thanks again. Bye. <laughs>